Hi everyone, and welcome to another serving of Sunday Brunch, Queer Meets Queer's bonus episode series with tasty extras from previous episodes. We've got a heaping helping of Sunday Brunch for you today, featuring Sammy and Tori, siblings who told their story on our last episode, Bio Family Can Be Chosen Family. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, it's one of my personal favorites, so I highly recommend checking it out. Our first course today is a juicy reflection on Sammy and Tori's experience growing up mixed race in a predominantly white public school system. They discuss difficulties they encountered and how their family relationship helped them break through barriers. We also talk about how George Floyd's murder at the hands of Minnesota police in May 2020 inspired Tori and Sammy to create their podcast, Sisters and Sonder. Do you feel like your hometown ever held you back from anything while you were there? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I feel Mm -hmm. like we pushed through that. Our family are very determined family. We're very stubborn. Um, And so we don't take no for an answer. And because of that, a lot of opportunities that could have been missed or prevented because of the color of our skin, because of how we identified, because of the fact that, you know, we were from a different religion alone. We did not let that stop us from getting what we wanted and learning what we wanted. The administration in my high school were terrible. They were awful, awful. I had so many battles with them. I was fighting with them about the littlest things, same with the college, but I never backed down. And if I knew I would win this fight, I would do it. Like there was never a moment where I was like, oh, it's a lost cause. We're just going to move on. If I knew I was going to not even, not even just change their opinion, but just make it so that maybe it's a little easier for someone else I was determined to make it easier because I'm not an easy person to confront and lose. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that, you know, like Sam is saying, it didn't stop us. Like there were barriers, but it didn't necessarily stop us. And like a good example is like sixth grade for some reason is in our school district in Pocatello is the time that they start putting you into you know, accelerated programs and honors classes and things like that. And I was told in sixth grade, you know, that um, the exact words were, we didn't think people like you would want to be in honors classes. And, you know, so sixth grade, I didn't get to be in honors. Seventh, eighth grade, I didn't get to be in honors. Ninth grade, I finally convinced them to move me up to a higher math class. And then 10th grade, I just started going straight to the teachers and just being like, hi, I want to be in your class. And then the teachers were like, oh, yeah, sure, you know, and stop dealing with administration and, you know, people that wanted to make decisions for me. And so, like, Yes, in sixth grade, I was told I couldn't do a thing. And then it just took until 10th grade for me to finally convince other people. So that was a big barrier, but I didn't stop. And I just got to the point that, you know, and then I took honors classes the rest of high school. So, um, so yeah, there was like shitty stuff that happened. And then you just have to work a little bit harder to get, get to the other side. So, yeah. You two have a podcast together and it's Mm -hmm. called Sisters and Sonder which mm-hmm. you're, you've only had a few episodes so far, and I just have to quickly say that they're all fucking awesome. <laughs> and 
I was listening, I was re-listening to, uh, to one this morning and I, I'm curious to know how the idea came about, um, and, and what, what you, what you are feeling like the direction of, of the podcast is going. Cause you talk about some really serious things pretty much right away. Yeah. Yeah. And we get really deep soon. Like, I think it's a combination of an opportunity presented itself um and there was a scholarship for a a podcast consultant and we applied and and got that scholarship so that was part of it but I think the other part was um when all the Black Lives Matter stuff exploded in May and June um everyone wanted to know what we were feeling and wanted to hear our stories and our experiences and it feels raw to watch black people die and, and then feel like you don't have anyone that cares. Um, But then to have the whole world care all of a sudden and have everyone be interested in your stories and interested in your experience um, is exhausting um, and, and almost like unimaginable. And so there was a part of me that was like, if I could just, there was a time that Sam and I were talking on the phone and talking about how, how raw it is and how emotional it is and how, um, much like it feels just a lot of things and and I was like if we could just record our phone conversations and then just send them to all these people that want to know things then like they can leave us the hell alone um and so that was like that first little seed of like recording a phone conversation right that's kind of what a podcast is um and then after that you know that opportunity presented itself and then we were like okay let's let's go and do this yeah and I mean we've always had we've always done a lot of projects together. Uh, we've done theater together. We've done art projects. Um, we literally have <laughs> practiced karaoke songs that were like, no, we can't sing together. Okay. We'll do this one song. Um, it's Perfect two part harmony. <laughs> it's fine. We'll harmonize. Oh no, we haven't done this in years. We'll never get it good. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Um, and so like, this was great for us because we've been we've been so apart. I mean, for a couple of years, I was living in New York and she was in Portland and then she moved to Seattle. I moved to Salt Lake. So we're a little closer in like distance, but we're still distant from what we were used to and what we had in the past. And so this also gave us an opportunity to just get back to us being together and doing things together and having a chance to really share our experiences, our stories to people who want to listen. Well, I think for myself, I am my purest self, I think around Sam. And it's always just been that way. I've always just been like my absolute purest self. And, um, and yeah, anytime we ever get together, like, and like, if, she visits me or I visit them. Like it's this, like people are like, how are you the same person? Like, they're just like, holy crap. Because we, and we like get goofy and we just like, I don't know. And I'm not like that with anyone else. So, um, so yeah, it is that other opportunity of like having more stuff together and doing kind of a project together. And, and then stories are just like, I freaking love stories. I did my, um, senior thesis and my undergrad on storytelling and art therapy and, the combination of the two and I just love stories and I love hearing people's stories even if they're simple stories about going to the grocery store like I just love all stories and um and then especially the stories that you never get to tell but are so profound I think that 
you know, that's the kind of stuff that we really want to highlight is the story that would ruin the, you know, Christmas dinner, but still is valid enough to be told to the world. So, yeah. We love those stories. The ones Mm -hmm. that make everyone uncomfortable. Yeah. The second item on today's menu is the game we play where our storytellers ask each other intimate questions about their relationship. Sammy and Tori ask each other about healing, trust, and being there for each other. Let me tell you, there was not a dry eye in the house. Yeah, um, I'll start. So, Tori. How do you describe me to others? Well, the description has changed a little bit over the years with your pronouns. Um, But uh, I usually say, what do I usually say? Like, my sibling is really awesome. And they do a lot of stuff. They're in the theater world. They're in the drag world. Uh, They you know, they use they, them pronouns. They kind of came out just recently and that's pretty cool. They're bisexual. They have a lot of identities. They can just tell you a lot of things about that. And that's usually, I guess, <laughs> and, uh, I guess I usually call you my best friend, um, older sister. If I'm talking, depending on the people I'm talking to, sometimes I talk about how you are, you know, like a confident person and you've always been like body positive confidence sort of exuding person. And, and that's a cool piece about you. And yeah, it just kind of depends on the people, but I just talk about all the cool things you do. Yeah. That's why identities you have. Yeah. That's why I make you write my bios. (laughs) You're better at talking about me than I am. (laughs) There you go. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, I will ask you. Um, what's one thing that you never want me to forget? The one thing I never want you to forget is that I'm always one phone call away and I will drive as fast as humanly possible to get to you in any situation. Nope. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I was just about to say. I know. I was like, know. I stopped there because I'm going to start crying. We know from, from your podcast that Tori is a crier. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's true. And Sam is not a crier, but Sam uh, officiated my wedding and oh, we got I to stopped. a part that they they were like, and we're here today. And then they looked at me and was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, and no, the- I do not cry in public. <laughs> what is going on and of course i cried the whole day so i was already you know multiple cries in but yeah but they got emotional on my wedding and didn't know how to handle it oh yeah do you want to do one more question each sure let me pull it up real quick Ooh, because of you being a therapist uh, what's the pain in me you'd like to heal? Oh boy, <clears throat> I'm gonna <laughs> cry for sure. But um, I would love to be able to go back in time and take away all the pain that you experienced 
like in your teenage years. I know there was a lot of moments of loneliness and judgment and hatred that you had to experience. And, and while those experiences can make you stronger, I think that maybe you only needed a blip of what you had to experience. Um, and so I would love to be able to heal that wound. Thank you. Now you have to ask a question. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, I can do this. <clears throat> um, the other one I chose was, when did you realize you could trust me? Oh. The moment I realized I could trust you was... I think the moment I realized I could trust you was when we were in daycare. And I said to you, this sounds petty now, but it was childhood. I said to you that I no longer wanted to be Scary Spice when we played Spice Girls <laughs> because, of course, Paige made us play Spice Girls and I had to be Scary Spice. And... Paige made fun of me for it because mm. she was like, you only fit Scary Spice. Thank you, racist Paige. And um, the moment I knew that I could trust you was when we got home and you were like, hey, do you want to be Sporty Spice for a minute? And then we got to play and everything and you made it like, like nothing was fine. Like it was all fine. It was great. Oh, Spice Girls and trust. <laughs> the Spice Girls are healing. <laughs> One spice at a time. Oh, gosh. All right, everybody, that wraps up another Queer Meets Queer Sunday brunch. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends about us. We will be back next week with another episode. Have a lovely Sunday.